Fess Up with Liz and Nikki, a Go Loud original podcast. Proudly sponsored by BTL Aesthetics, the creators of Exion, the new non-surgical skin tightening tweakments being used in the best clinics in the world to tighten, lift and plump the skin. BTL treatments are available in the best aesthetic clinics nationwide. Go Loud sounds better with us. Welcome to Fess Up, a Go Loud podcast with me, Nikki Dwyer, and me, Liz Dwyer. Today, we're going to be talking to the incredible Mrs. Glam, who is a makeup artist with over 20 years, uh, Michelle Ragazzoli Stone. She's going to be spilling on all her beauty secrets, all her tweakments, all her tricks, and uh, very excited to have this conversation. Yeah, because she's like, you know, the queen of makeup and, you know, makeup, as we know, is an incredible transformative product. But she's going to talk to us about the next level. The next step up. <laughs> Once makeup isn't enough, what do you need to do? This week's topic, we are going to be talking about lower face rejuvenation. So this week, I believe you were in with the lovely Dr. Ethna Brenner mm-hmm. for a treatment called CA Harmonica. Harmonica. So before we get on to talk about the treatment, I want to talk about the lower face, okay? okay. Because Zoom and COVID had a big part to play in this. Um, everyone started noticing their jowls during lockdown because we were all looking at ourselves from that tech neck, turkey neck, whatever you want to call it. Do you remember there was this whole thing and you were putting your laptop on top of like 30 magazines and putting light behind you and looking up and doing all sorts of trickery to avoid the jowls. And I, I think it became a real focal point for so many women over the last years. And amount of people who would DM me going, what can I do for my lower face? What can I do for the jowls? Um, you know, and it just become really aware. And it's interesting because prior to that, people just assumed they Botox the upper face, right? But ironically, think about it. You see someone with giant sunglasses on, mm. okay? And you can't actually see their forehead, really, or you can't see around their eyes. You can still tell what age they are. By looking at the lower face. Well, not even, you're not looking at it. You're basically, your brain is registering all these tiny little mm. markers, you know. Well, your face works symbiotically. Yeah, you? exactly. Your, your brain, is, no, but sorry, if I'm looking at you, I can tell that you're a certain age, right? Because, 22? Yeah, 22, ups. <laughs> but because basically it's your lower face and your neck and everything is starting to go down and Irish people in particular right I don't know if it's a genetic thing I don't know what's going on but we seem to have these really strong muscles right they're called the the DAOs or DOAs I forgot depressor angularis something anyway the the muscles that run Mm. from your nose to your the bottom of your uh, jawline and they kind of pull down into your neck as well and these bands pull down and then they pull the lower face down right and Mm. that's why the lower face starts getting heavier and also then the the skin starts sagging up around here if you lose if you've lost any teeth if you've lost fat around your cheeks basically it's all going south which is you know it's pretty kind of mad though when you think about us all like just getting our foreheads Botox. Yeah, exactly. So that's the bot that basically doesn't even really need it. Yeah, like a lot of people ironically don't need it yeah. and they're they're spending a lot of money treating this area when in fact the lower face I think is a lot more aging. And also people putting on and off weight, the lower face really takes the brunt of that, I yeah. think. Um and the gels. And also we also have this thing, I'm so guilty of this. I put on the sun cream for years and mm-hmm. the makeup and everything. I forgot the neck. I, I would stop here. Forget the neck. <laughs> yeah, and then the neck is kind of, you know, like looking like a different kind of, <laughs> to a different body. Anyways, so 
So here I am at 45 now in a, on a mission to try and get the, the lower third back. And this is, what did you get done this? So I had a new treatment done um, called Harmonica. So it's a product made by Allergan, right? So Allergan were the original mm. people who originally made Botox. Mm. They're still one of the biggest pharma companies in the world. They're actually an Irish company mm. uh, by proxy, I think. And Botox is still the number one aesthetic product in the world. So Harmonica is like a hybrid, okay, between a filler and then calcium. It's not filler in the traditional sense that it's not as thick as normal filler. It's much more liquid and viscosity. Um, and then it has the calcium in it. And the calcium works to stimulate collagen, to build your skin back up from within. Okay, so it's kind of like a hybrid between, you know, these skin boosters mm. that are out there now and filler. But it's used quite differently. Okay, so um, if you look on, uh, on our Instagram, I put up a whole video of this process. And it's amazing. Like she treated my crow's feet uh, with harmonica by injecting it through my jawline. How? She made two little incision points along my jawline, one near my ears yeah. and one down just under uh, the, the corners mm. of my mouth. And they put in those incision lines there and she just, yeah. she moved the cannula and just pushed it up that way. So there was oh, nothing going yeah. in near my eyes. There was nothing going in around my temples or around my cheeks or anything where I'd normally mm. have gotten filler in the past. And it all was concentrated around the jawline mm. um, and around and my chin as well. And that's another thing chin pitosis which is basically your chin starts hanging a bit mm. and gets a bit like lumpy and bumpy mm. you know it's a real age thing especially with hormones and spots and menopause and all Jesus the whole nine yards all the fun stuff all the fun stuff so this product can be used um, and it's kind of cushiony so it goes mm. in and it cushions out the skin um, but it's not a filler it is a filler and it's, it's not a filler and it's not a biostimulator. It's a hybrid. Kind of both. It's kind of both. So but I'm not, it's, you're not using it to plump, plump your face up. No, you're using it to smooth out the skin. It's kind of the best of both worlds because with filler, you get a bit of lift, you get a bit of cushioning, um, but it, it, it reabsorbs back into your body. The hyaluronic acid is taken back into the body. Depending on your metabolism, you could, it could last anywhere from four months to two years. In fact, I had a, an ultrasound done uh, last week at Dr. Brenner's clinic. Jesus, the amount of filler that's still knocking around in my face from a very long time ago. Mm. So it does not always dissolve, by the way. Now, it doesn't cause any harm, but it, it could be sitting there, you know, in little pockets. A long time. Exactly. So anyways, um, it's kind of a bit of both. So you get the nice part of uh, the filler, the nice kind of plumping, the line filling out, the cushioning under the skin. But also because of the calcium, you're getting stimulation of your own collagen underneath. So when the filler goes away, your own skin is in a better condition. So tell me this, how long does it last? Well, she said of two year. I doubt that very much. I eat filler and I eat Botox. I mean, literally my body just absorbs the living crap out of it. It'll be interesting because I'm looking at your face now and actually now that I look at it, your your skin looks just a bit more dewy. And also like the lower face was getting a bit like, you know, stringy or something looking. I don't know. But for me, what was really interesting was the crow's feet. I was like, Jesus, my crow's feet are gone because she put the filler up that way. Mm. Now, it's not the same as a filler you might use, for example, to give yourself those lovely cheekbones mm. or, you know, people might use if a filler. Those ones are like... They're like, they call them teeth. You know? Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're very calcium in them. Yeah. Or, but there's know, calcium like, in this too. So yeah. it's like a different type of filler, but um, it gives a lovely softness to the skin. Um, and you and just do it once? Just once. Just a one hit wonder. And that's it. Like, it's not like you've got to go back every three weeks. How does it feel when you're getting it done? Is it sore, painful? Do you need a lot of numbing agent? Actually, no, there was no numbing agencies yeah. because Dr. Brenner said it didn't really make the blindness a bit of difference because, you're, again, we're using a cannula. They just make a tiny little incision point. And then once the product gets popped in, the product contains lidocaine, which is like a number. 
Um, similar to what they would use in the in the dentist, you know, when they're giving you the injections pre-filling. Dental block. Dental block, mm. exactly. I find that mad. It always gives me really bad heart palpitations. Like, I feel like I'm going to jump off the chair. <laughs> but, um, so they use lidocaine, so there's a numbness there. So it's actually not uncomfortable. It just feels like actually the dentist. You know, you can feel someone moving around in your in your mouth and it's scratching kind of, from it's the annoying, inside. But it's not painful. However, actually, a few hours later, once the, the numbness and the block wears off, you can kind of feel, I felt like I'd had a couple of fillings, actually. Mm. Like, I felt like I'd been, you know, fiddled with, which I had been. <laughs> but a little bit of swelling. For, actually, the next day, I was a bit frightened. I was like, oh, my God, I look like Desperate Dan. I looked really chinny, and I was like, a few little micro bruises, but the swelling was a bit mental. So that was my actual next question. So filler attracts water. Mm. So I'm assuming this attracts water as well. Hyaluronic acid does, but... It was yeah. more just from the bruising and from the from the incision. Mm. Uh, I bruised like a peach and I did look a bit mental and I was like, oh, have I gone too far this time? It always happens to me. Always. Mm. I always go, yeah, 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 just do it. Just do it. Like, And then then the next day I'm like, oh, I've, I've, I've overdone it this time. Um, but anyway, two days later, it's totally down. And um, what do you think of the results? Oh, yeah, I really do you like it. It's very soft. It's very subtle. Like you'd almost hardly notice it, but it just gives you a, like a, just more youth. It's hard to explain it. Is it going to be in your like repertoire? You know, is it going to be part of your, your toolkit of... Yeah, I definitely would do it again, for sure. And I'm actually, apparently it peaks at six months, i.e. the effects because the calcium is coming through and you just get this boom kind of moment. Can they do it in your upper face as well? No, I'm sure you wouldn't put filler in your forehead. No one puts filler anywhere near your forehead. Well, it's not really filler. That's the kind of point. Like, you would never but put even with filler all over yeah, your face. Yeah, but with profilo or boosters or anything, they only mm. ever do it like below the cheekbone. So mm. I guess you don't necessarily want padding in the forehead. No one does, mm. really. So anyway, so that was like my my treatment of the week, effectively, that I was out trialling, um, as I said, Harmonica. And I did it with Dr. Etna Brenner, who is one of Allergan's trainers. So she's been around for many, many years. Uh, Safe as houses. She's an aesthetic doctor Trainer. for many years. She trains most of the doctors in this country on the Allergan products. So, you know, I'm very weary about who I go to. Um, nowadays I used to be back in the day I'd feckin' let anyone stick anything in me uh, <laughs> you heard that here first <laughs> in more ways than one but now I'm a bit more selective about who I let near me I definitely would consider it again do you know how much it costs? it's a couple of hundred squids depending on how many mils you need okay. per like like with any filler yeah. depending on how much you need I've particularly hollow face so I needed quite a bit truckload yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So that is a new product on the market and that was our treatment on trial. So Michelle Ragazzoli Stone, that is a mouthful, but it's a very sexy kind of mouthful. When you were getting married, did you say, I'm going to roll that off? Did you have the MRS brand already in your head? I didn't have the MRS brand in my head, but I wasn't dropping the likes of Regazzoli. It's yeah. just too continental. Yeah, yeah. It's too cool. <laughs> so then when Stone came along, I was like, oh, Mrs. Oh, yeah. makeup. Oh, this just works. Yeah. Fabulous. Now I don't have to be Mr. Makeup. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. So Michelle, as I mentioned earlier, you've been in, you've been makeup artist for 20 years. Yeah, I don't know how years. you can be 20 years. Were you makeup artist at 12? Oh, no. 18. 18, yeah. wow. And you went into it straight away, like out of school or? Yeah, I had an interest literally from day one. I had loads of glamorous aunties. My mother's absolutely beautiful. They were like women of the 80s where they wore a banana clip and like a load of Elizabeth Arden. So they were super glam. So anything that I could get my hands on, like a leftover sample or product, yeah. went into a bag and then on school tours, I'd paint everyone's face on the 
bus. They'd all be glamorous getting off the back. Well, I don't know if they were glamorous. <laughs> they might have been like big red lips them. <laughs> big jawline. You know that lovely mark where oh, nobody blended their jawline back in the day? Oh God. I wore Elizabeth Arden Toasty Beige, which is basically for oh, yeah. Indian skin tones. And I was so expensive. I would not take it down past the jawline, you know. Oh, yeah, and I, I remember like, that. Yeah, like I was tangerine to there and then white from there down. Yeah. Well, no, you weren't white from there down. You were, then you were absolute tangled we used to, uh, with black hands because do you remember yeah. with the, the sun shimmer on but we didn't have the mitts oh yeah remember? you'd use your fingers yeah and then your fingers oh. would be like I mean they'd look like you'd had them in, in like you'd wiping your arse with them yeah, basically yeah. and you're only out the door and somebody spills a drink on yeah. you oh, and then you, <laughs> or the or rain hell yeah <laughs> and you'd have the you'd have the rain marks down running down your leg yeah <laughs> or then later on if you puke into cocoon and destroyed cocoon <laughs> oh my god back in, the day. back in the day anyway Anyway, we're going to go off topic completely now. So, Michelle, we're here to talk today. We obviously know makeup is an incredible tool for transformation as a skincare, but most of us get to a point and we go, do you know what? We need a little more. We've evolved. We're into clinical beauty now. We're into medical aesthetics. We're into, I always call this the next tier of beauty, like the kind of, you know, the the step up from the from the bathroom uh, closet as such. So we're going to start off by asking you some quick fire questions about where you stand uh, on the whole thing. And uh, you just have to answer a quick yes or no. And then we'll get into the nitty gritty and get you okay. to fess up. <laughs> okay, Michelle, have you ever had a colonic? No. Botox? Yes. IPL? Yes. Cosmetic dentistry? Yes. Chemical peel? Yes. Face yoga? No. Vaginal steaming? No. <laughs> Ice <laughs> baths? <laughs> no. Filler? Yes. Have you ever had any cosmetic surgery? Yes. Gone a juice cleanse? Yes. Ever taken diet pills or diet injections? No. Oh, yes, I did actually, yeah, once. Lymphatic drainage? Mm, no. Have you ever had lasers for scar reduction? No. Have you ever tried a vampire facial? No. Ever had your poo assessed? No. <laughs> fat freezing or fat melting? Yes. Did you do the old school shrink wrap in a cling film yeah. to try and lose some inches? <laughs> ever tried a pelvic floor gadget or device? No. Skin tightening treatments? Yes. Fraxel CO2 lasers? No. Profilo or other yes. skin boosters? Yeah. Ever suffer from acne? When I hit 30, but like really? hormonal, not teenage. What about any other inflammatory skin conditions like psoriasis, eczema kind of stuff? Uh, on my scalp, not on my face, thankfully. Hair extensions? Yes. Ever had your veins zapped? Yes. Have you ever fantasised about marrying a plastic surgeon? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just having access to him will be grand. Yeah, exactly. For her. I think I want to go straight into yeah, go the on. surgery. Go on, go on, go on. What plastic surgery have you had done? 10 years ago I had my boobs done I was 28 I was getting married that year I had had my second child both babies were absolutely massive in size Mm. I would regard them as massive for my frame 813 and 913 so I had stretch marks up to my ribs 928 913 he was humongous best baby ever never woke (laughs) like a dream absolute dream child but like physically ruined you yeah, wrecked you. Me. Yeah. Stretch marks up to my ribs. I was 28 and knew I was never going to wear a bikini ever again. I was trying on wedding dresses. My boobs were slipping straight down. The <laughs> nipples went in a point. <laughs> and I was like, no, I need something. I need something. Spaniel's ears. Spaniel's ears. Spaniel's ears. Yeah. So yeah, I went, got the boobs done. Okay. Best thing I've ever done. Really? Really? Go yeah. on. So tell us about getting the your experience of getting a boob job. Oh, I went to the most fabulous surgeon ever, uh, David O'Donovan. And he did, uh, he had said to me, you need a lift. 
And I was like, right, I'm 28. Yeah. So do I want to go down that road of scarring and that? Mm. No. Implant in, had to go with a slightly higher CC. Where did you get the implant scars? So did they go under your arms or did they go underneath your... Underneath. And so the implant went under the muscle. So you don't have an anchor scar, you just have a little... Just a little tiny... But then he didn't have to do a lift, right? Didn't have to do a lift. Okay. So... Because you were 28 probably. Yeah. Yeah. So now... 10 years down the line two babies two more babies actually more so babies. speaking of that so first of all we have to say unfortunately David O'Donovan has since passed away last year really tragically yeah um, which is man. just a really bad loss to the industry and just to everybody who knew him um, so you had babies after having the implants so how was that because I know a lot of women I know go I'd love to have the, the implants done but I'm going to wait till I have my kids and then you hear other people saying well, no you don't have to wait did you have to get your nipples changed no okay. I've breastfed both yeah. of the new babies and and no issue with Absolutely implants. Absolutely nothing. No. Okay. No issue whatsoever. Okay. And now you are what age? Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Any regrets about because obviously the size that we want in our twenties and versus maybe where we're at now has I don't know changed or do you still happy with them? Do you want them bigger, or smaller, or just the same? Are you happy? No regrets. Oh, um, I will redo them, mm. revisit them because I got a letter in the door to say that the textured implants. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Are, you know, linked to cancer. Yes. Yeah. So, of course, that was an absolute panic station. Yeah. And uh, I got back in touch then with someone else in Blackrock Clinic then yeah. to uh, reassess the whole thing. So, yeah. I'll and do what it. did they say? Did they say, like, you're you're in a, a kind of hazard zone or, or what? how did they approach it? It was kind of just like one of those letters, I suppose, that every single person that ever got those particular implants got yeah. through the door to say that there is an actual link. Yeah. Mm. They don't give statistics. They don't go that deep into anything. Okay. Like, they don't really, I suppose, want to cause panic or have to deal with... Or hang themselves out to dry legally. Hang themselves yeah. out to dry. So it was like, just get in touch with your... Yeah, your surgeon, cosmetic surgeon, cosmetic surgeon and in their office. Was there any compensation offered saying, you know, if you are going to go for a revision, it'll be, you know, cheaper? Nothing. No, it nothing. was literally kind of just to flag FYI. that there could potentially be an issue, but there shouldn't be an issue. There might be an issue. Talk you know, about like yeah, yeah. slippery, you know. Yeah. Like if you think yeah. about it, if that was a car, I'm just thinking that happened in my car recently. It'd be a recall. It was a recall. They basically said, you know, there was something wrong with the part. The car yeah. is 10 years old. Bring it back and we'll update it for free at no cost to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. like where is not, and that's a car. Yeah. You know, not an actual human body. Although yeah. I think I remember reading the, the articles at the time and they were like causal links and they're like all these vague language and, you know. Oh, listen, I'm telling you, they're like, I'd say a lot of that has been brushed under the carpet and there's probably way more than we think. Yeah. I imagine so. Well, I suppose... Like with any pharma scandals. I do think though when you go in to have a consultation and you're going through all this information with them and they kind of tell you these things but when you're in the mindset of I want to feel a little bit better Hmm. it's fine. Yeah. If I have to deal with that I will. Yeah. I know that sounds a little bit arrogant, but it's kind of just one of those things where you know you're doing something yeah, 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 different yeah. or invasive to your body. You yeah. do have to deal if a consequence comes along. Actually, Liz and I were talking yesterday. There's this huge, big sunbed warehouse, sunbed warehouse opened up up in Sally Noggin. And I said to him, I was like, who is still doing sunbeds? Like, oh, honestly. And Liz is like 23 years old. And I was like, do they not understand the damage? But Liz actually rightly said, actually, do you remember when we were 23? Probably had one. We didn't give a shit. I should really oh, have one. Okay. Sunbeds. Yeah. They rented one and they never took it back. They went bust. So there was somebody was living in my sitting room. <laughs> it was great. All my mates were over and we were like, I remember we were having, I swear to God, bottles of Bookfast while we took turns in the Line on the thing for 40 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and using the stuff to make the tan go. But you can see oh, yeah. the sunbed users. Oh, yeah. Oh, Thank God you have access to all the days. I spent the last 20 years trying to undo the damage. But, oh, you know, like. The black, little grey Ronnie. Oh, yeah. The old. <laughs> freaking believable. The old pigmentation. And tell me this, your kind of go-tos all the time. So, 
like obviously you have your you've had your surgery, but I mean your monthly beauty stuff. So Botox, annual, hairs. not monthly, annual, annual, annual. Well, I suppose you Botox. can't live without stuff. Desert Island. Yeah, I love my Botox. Yeah, I just like it's one of those feelings of like everything just lifts and yeah. feels fresher and takes the tiredness off you. And I'm getting that since I got married. So I had a little were line 20, in the middle of my forehead. I was 28 when I got married. So you're so 10 years on the tox. 10 years on the tox. Do you want to share with us your doctor? Um, I've kind of changed a couple of oh, times. I went cool. to this woman only recently yeah. after having Alessa. So that was probably this time last year. Yeah. And I am not joking. From my forehead to the muscles oh, yeah. back of my neck. Yeah, she injected. She injected. Who's this I doctor? loved it. Her, oh. All I know is her name is Dr. Nadia. Oh yeah. Based out in a place in Blanchestown, okay. MS Skincare. And now has gone back. I think she's Polish lady, oh, maybe or Romanian. Gone. Come back, Dr. She's Nadia. Back. Come back, Dr. <laughs> Nadia. And I loved it. And I remember looking at myself being like, oh my God. Charmony massive. Oh, the lift and everything. <laughs> everything was just lovely and fresh. But I couldn't lift my head off the pillow. Yeah. Why? And then I got into you the couldn't lift your head off the pillow. It was like this. So you were getting like, trap tox, trap tox, bar- Barbie Botox in your neck, basically before Barbie Botox was cool. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. And did you even ask that, that, or did she just say, "Let me just let me go for it"? It was a consultation. I'd only had the baby. I was exhausted, extra weight. I just felt like yeah. it just didn't feel like. Do your damnedest, Doctor Nadia. And all I had ever done was some forehead work, yeah. which was probably ten injections. And this lady was like, "Oh, a little bit here." Little bit here, a little bit here, yeah, little bit here, a little bit everywhere. But that's like, just, that's a sign of a really good injector. Somebody just, looks at you. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Sorry, 100%. I agree. Yeah, like totally when you're agree. doing your makeup, right? You're not going in and doing somebody's eyes and going, oh, "I'm going to do, I'm going to do your eyes and your forehead and leave the rest of their face." No, you're right. Do you know, you're, you're looking at the whole really balance of the face, you know. And I'm glad I got it done, but I wouldn't do something like that again. Okay. For probably two years. Okay. Why I two years? Feel the more you get, the more you need. Okay. So imagine continuing that now. Mm. Pretty eight. Imagine what you're going to need in another two or three years' time. You see, I'm the like I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I am like that. I'm like, the more I get, the more I have to do. I want. I tell Liz all the time, like, here, listen, go easy now, go easy. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, rein it in. You look first. You look yeah. mental. She's like, I think I need more filler. And I'm uh, like, really? Well, I think you probably don't. <laughs> Says you, you're like, I need more laser. I've only had 75 goes in the last <laughs> now, girls, 12 seriously, hours. skin is absolutely amazing. <laughs> well, I'm 45, you're 42. 42, so, like yeah. we are. But isn't it lovely to experience things? Like when people yeah. say to me, why did you do that? You're only 38. There's an element of me with curiosity. I yeah. like to try things out. And yeah. also when a bride comes to me, a mother yeah. of the bride, a granny yeah. the bride, Oh, I'd love to. I was thinking of yeah. getting such and such. I kind of just very gently would say, oh yeah, that'd be lovely on you. Or say, I wouldn't bother. Yeah. Or why don't you try this instead? Yes. You know, there's a huge trend of the likes of facials and things that yeah. I just don't know if they do what they're saying no, they do. No, they don't. They're Are nice they wasting their time? They're Are you better off buying the stuff to bring it yeah. home and do it yourself? Yeah. You yeah. know, so I just give my own genuine opinion and say, do you know what would be amazing for you mm. or product wise? Like I had a girl that came to me once years ago mm. and the Northern Irish girls get married quite young compared mm. to us. She was 26 and on a baggie and it was full on taken. Uh, uh, lift and skin An awful lot more yeah. than she needed. So mm. she needed something softer. Beautiful brand would yeah. work for me now. Yeah. But at a, as a 26-year-old, yeah, yeah. didn't lash need that. Lashing the, lash the rectum that, that, that education <laughs> comes from clinics, though. And I think clinics, to be fair, in Ireland, yeah. have gotten much better. And the skincare brands, like the cosmeceutical skincare brands. Yes. Uh, whereas 20, 10 years ago, even yeah. 15 years ago, when these first came into Ireland, I remember getting, you know, they come in, press samples would come in and stuff like that in, when I used to work in the magazines. And I'd be like, oh, this looks very scientific. I'll have a go with this, you know. And like, literally, I would burn the face off myself, yeah. you know. Yeah. But do you not think, though, also, like the, like, I know clinics, 
inverted commas, but like there's such an overprescription of cosmeceuticals as well for people yeah. who don't need them. Yeah. And then also an overprescription of expensive skincare that is not necessary when often somebody might need, if they're using a bit of retinol, you can buy, you can get a prescription retinol from your GP or your, your skin doctor for 10, 15 euros. That's all it is. And that tube of retinol mixed with basic emollient is actually what you need as that opposed to is... 150 quid's worth of, you know, some fancy retinol cream. That's exactly my point. I'm going to get shot. You know, with some of these people, they're just (laughs) jumping the gun way too quickly and getting so much. And that's even kind of with my work that I would do online. Um, only kind of when I got later into my 30s I would speak about the fact that I got Botox mm. because if I was younger you kind of get a little bit of a backlash where people are like why are you promoting this now and yeah. you know such and such. But you're not promoting it you're just saying this is what I do you know how is it any different to you putting on makeup you know what I mean like, you're not promoting makeup you're just saying this is what I use to make me look like this. But know? we are still it is still a really taboo topic. Do you think, do you think so? Oh my god massively so. Really? really? Yeah. It really? Is. Yeah, we're we're getting there. Do we're think, warming up to it now because the skin suitical or pharmaceuticals, cosmeceuticals, cosmeceuticals yeah. now are such a big thing, and now people are actually investing in a skin therapist as opposed to the beauty therapist who yeah. Yeah. might be a light little soft facial and a facial massage and a back massage. Now there is the more yeah hardcore deep, stuff, deep, hardcore stuff that stuff. works. Exactly. Yeah, but it has to be prescribed right, like not necessarily medically prescribed, but like there, as you said, like a lot of these active ingredients are extremely active and they can be really aggressive and they're great for when you have treat like a problem skin condition. You know, whether it's psoriasis, acne, you know, inflammatory conditions. But if you're like just general average skin and you're lashing on acids, you know, it kind of, you know, it can strip your skin as well. Like I don't know. I I'm always of the opinion, having tested products for twenty years, put your money into people not products yeah. that's where you'll get the return you know yeah. if, you, if it comes to if you have X budget for the year instead of saying well I'm going to spend 1000 euros on skincare you'll be much better off spending 200 euros on skincare and 800 euros on a clinic and a doctor who knows so, what to do yeah. so going into somebody getting your consultation and making your own decision yeah. And, yeah. but now we're way more informed yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I think, but but it's because of stuff like this, because we're having the conversation and, and people are like being honest and, yeah. you know, actually fessing up to the stuff that they're doing, you know. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's important that you're honest about how it is you look the way you do? Through the last 10 years, I just put it all out there. Yeah. So if somebody came along and asked, do, do you have Botox? I'd say yes. Um, And then when it came to certain clinics who'd say, will you speak about it? I'll do it for free or it'll be mm. gifted. It kind of is enticing that you're like, yeah, OK, I will. And you're mi- you're received with a mixed bag of mm. comments and reactions from people, which is totally normal and mm. fine. Um, and I think that it is nice to be transparent. But now as I'm getting older, I don't know if everybody needs to know everything. <laughs> Interesting. You You want to hold something back. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. We spoke kind of briefly before uh, we started the interview about um, your experience postpartum. Yeah. So do you want to talk a little bit about... Well, this is kind of my point. Yeah. So my tummy muscles are extremely damaged. I've had forms of IBS. I've had um, colonoscopies and different things. And now so much is coming to light from my journey of going to a women's physiotherapist after I had my fourth child. Mm. Uh, and I've learned so much. So that will 
potentially bring me down the road of getting the muscles repaired mm-hmm. yeah. because otherwise I come to, into my 40s and 50s yeah. with all different forms of issues mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is never spoken about. Never. I have never, ever, yeah. ever yeah. heard somebody. Basically, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of somebody with damaged tummy muscles speaking about the fact that their bladder, yeah. their bowels, Everything. different things are looser. It's like it, a form like, of a hernia. Yeah, well, it is. It is actually like if, if the medical the medical diagnosis of a hernia is that like there is a, a bulge. So if you think about your abs are knitted together and then when you have a baby, they spread. I think near, uh, nearly all women have some form of spread, whether it's, you know, one finger or two fingers or five fingers. You had four babies, so I'm assuming you're pretty... I'm five finger. Yeah, five fingers. <laughs> God bless me. <laughs> and and for all the will in the world, like, so you've done all the good stuff. So some, most women will, will reheal. So this is just for people at home who don't understand or haven't heard of this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, for most people, postpartum, they will, they will, hopefully, with a little bit of help uh, from yes. exercises, will go back together. Your abs will rejoin back together, and you can be strengthened with exercise. Uh, for some people, regardless of all exercises, they will n- never rejoin. Like the damage is too far, for, too far gone. And the only way to address that is surgically. Yeah. Well, that's my category. Unfortunately, mm. I wish it wasn't, but it just is. And do you know what pisses me off the most about that? You is have to pay that, for it. No, that it's considered a tummy tuck. And it's like, it's not a tummy. I, I got really irate about this. It's not actually a tummy tuck. Like a tummy tuck in my head is like where we're dealing with skin and, and, and excess weight and lipo. But this is like a muscle repair. It's kind of like a, a hernia repair on a much bigger scale. And if you have multiple hernias, you're still not qualified to get your abs repaired. They'll, they'll deal with the hernia, wow. but not the whole abs. And so women in this country, which is absolutely bananas, are going around with, you know, four or five finger separation well into their menopause. <laughs> Liz, the, I don't even want to know Liz. <laughs> four or five fingers, what? what? <laughs> Just deep. <laughs> Just keep your sex life to yourself, Liz. <laughs> but they're going in and they're like, they're, they're getting They are those. walking around, bits, literally bits hanging off them. And, and if like you you're think turfed out of the hospitals here, you're absolutely turfed out. You're yeah. like, you have kids. Is your kid alive? Grant, have you got postnatal depression? Grant, don't want to see you. Bye. Bye. That's the end of it. The end. Like, did anyone ever check either of your vaginas postpartum? No. no. So I've already told you. I've, I've had the, I know, the, physio. the physio. The physio. The physio. The physio. No, but physio. My fourth child. You went to yourself. I you went booked, to myself. So I went to yeah. the same physio. Yeah. And absolute so, game changer. In France, it is. Uh, it's common practice that every single female. Get sent to a, a, a like a stop it. We're we're one of the few countries in Europe that has no follow up care, vaginal follow up care for our, our mothers. It's absolutely disgraceful. I had two C sections. Nobody has ever seen my vagina. Nobody oh. touched my vagina. Yeah, nobody. Not nobody. Not nobody has ever seen my <laughs> vagina. Jesus uh, <laughs> Christ! You don't need a gynecologist. Um, but yeah, oh. no. But look, we know the, the healthcare for women in this country, particularly women yeah. postpartum, is grim. It's kind of like off you go, bye bye, and we're left to pick up the pieces. But we have to pay for it as well. That's the other yeah, part. and it's like we're talking about time physically. Pay so for to make it. any form of life for yourself yeah. or wealth for yourself in this country, you have to work so hard. Yeah. So hard. Then your taxes are massive. Yeah. Then you go to have a baby and you decide, do you know what, I might go private or semi-private. Yeah. That's a an, an whole other yeah. realm of expense as yeah. well as your insurance. Yeah. And yeah. Mad literally boy. six weeks, you have a little human, you're out the door yeah. and there's nobody asking you, are you okay? Six weeks. You can seek help. Six weeks but you're paying No, no six extra. weeks. You go in for a six week checkup. Oh, six week checkup. And that's are you all right? Any bleeding? 
any postpartum depression, how's the baby? Yeah. See you later. Bye. Like, Nikki and I um, run this show called Future Beauty Show and it's about, like, me- well, it started out as medical aesthetics and bringing doctors and um, medics mm-hmm. into the RDS to talk about what we're talking about here today. Um, you know, what's available, what's out there. And there's loads of different options. But I don't know how we touched. We started talking about stress and contents and then it's evolved and evolved. And we've like last we basically do an entire show on vaginas. We, we call it, we were like, yeah. we're laughing, saying we should call it, we should just run the vagina show because we have loads of gynecologists. We have loads yeah. of... Uh, and Eurogynies as well. Eurogynies really too. And it's definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, our most attended talk. And the other thing for you, for your, your abs, right? So the, this is the other stuff that if, if the people don't tell you, if you don't get that fixed, which... There, I would love to know the actual statistics in Ireland about the women in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s going around with ab separation. I'm sure there's a whole generation of oh, them. absolutely. And if you don't get it fixed, you are prone to hernias, incontinence, both vaginal and faecal, uh, prolapse, vaginal and uh, anal, uh, plus a whole plethora of other issues that just happen naturally when you're kind of everything starts to drop. Anyhow, you, you don't have the core strength to hold your organs yeah. in place where they. Mm. Where they it's kind of crazy. Like it's crazy that it's not a medical procedure. You know, that's considered a tummy tuck. Hopefully, it'll be like the new menopause in the sense that like it's something that's going to come out and everyone starts talking about it, and then there's kind of like this uproar amongst the women, as we've seen with menopause in the last five years mm. in this country. And actually, now the government have yay free know, tummy tucks all around. Yeah. <laughs> 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 would bring co- going back to kind of the initial question yeah. about would I be transparent or speak yeah. about it and I have just spoken about my boobs and my Botox and different things that I have chosen chosen to do for myself mm. I don't actually think it would be something that I would share yeah okay and my demographic of, of followers and I adore them like they're like my best friends I speak to like nearly every, like most of them every day we have a really good camaraderie between us all are kind of in and around a similar age to me mm. if not even a little bit older so I get advice from people and we kind of go back and forth in our DMs and stuff like that. Um, and I know that it would probably help yeah. so many people, mm. but it, because it would be regarded as a tummy tuck, yes. you'd always be the person that just got something done. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of, lo- I feel, yeah. could be totally wrong. Now just speaking to you guys you and judged? talking about the yeah. vaginas and, you know, the fact that there's so much like that we need to actually talk about. Yeah. I still don't know. I still don't think I would share if I get the tummy muscles done because I think that people would think, oh, sure, she's only getting the yeah, she's skin vein, she's vanity. Getting the, yeah. Yeah. But I have a constant hum. I constantly have a pain yeah. in my back. Yeah. Lower pain. So if she I lift no up core. my makeup kit, mm. lift up a child, like I can only imagine that at 38, 48, 58, yeah. progressively mm. getting worse and worse and worse. Mm. So I'm not living with it anymore. If I lie on my side, which I did for my colonoscopy and I'm sorry that this is going to be a bit, little bit graphic. Go for but when I lay on my side and my tummy basically just falls. It just oh, yeah. drops. Like Domes. my skin hangs. Mm. So it's not like I have beautiful skin because mm. I've literally stretch marks up to my ribs. But when I lay on my side, got the colonoscopy, the um, consultant had to go and get a surgeon to help her get the camera through. So afterwards... <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't be laughing. Afterwards, I and I tried to pull it out. I was yeah. sedated. I was looking at the screen. I was like, <laughs> clearly the, the liquid I, dr- I drank didn't clear me out. It was oh. horrific. Tried to oh, pull the so thing horrible. out. I was in so much pain. And afterwards, she came to me and said, um, we had so much um, trouble trying to get the camera through because yeah. your parts of so your loose. belt are so loose. Yeah. So when I sat the other day with the consultant and... Yeah. Um, I Which said, like, I, I suffer really bad with IBS. Like, it's just something that has always been a part, part of my life for the last 10, 12 years after having the two boys. And she said, 
you know, that's down to the fact that your bells are so loose because they have no support. No well, your, support. your organs aren't being held by I your felt like foot. crying. Yeah. I actually went home to my husband. I was like, no, I told you I wasn't imagining yeah. this because yeah. men, they're the best in the world. My husband's the best in the world. Picks up all well, my pieces. He's it, a though. great man. Just don't get no. it. So last night it was like this. Put your finger in there yeah, now. Yeah. See? Five fingers. The gap, <laughs> the separation. No She's matter pointing what. Pointing to I'm her stomach, this. people. Pointing to her stomach. <laughs> <laughs> <My> stomach. Oh. <laughs> Not telling him to put oh. five fingers in there. Um, <laughs> Come here to me. Speaking of husbands, does your husband, uh, we were talking about this earlier, say things like, um, oh, you look gorgeous natural. You don't need any of that stuff. Do you get all that? And you're yeah. like, have you sold me natural love? <laughs> he, he just loves me. And Aww. the fact that like, Four babies have come from there yeah. and have given me all the stretch marks. It like makes no odds to him. Yeah. And I went through That's a really... the way it should be. Isn't that great? It Wonderful. is the way it should be. But after having the boys and, uh, you know, you kind of get back into the motion of... Yeah. You know. The ride. The, <laughs> <laughs> the motion in the ocean. Yeah. I went through quite a bad little time of just really quivering in my own body. I didn't want him to see it. Do you not think that that's like a kind of, um, it kind of just happens in the postpartum journey. Do you not think? Yeah. yeah. Because you're like not your old self, but you're not quite your new self. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And then, and then like at some point, like as the time passes, you become a, a new person or you become comfortable in your new skin and you maybe own your war wounds and say, they made my babies or, you know. Yeah, I think at 28, knowing something as stupid as worrying about a bikini. I know. Knowing I'd never be in one ever again. Ah, yeah. And you go for a high brief and the tummy still hangs over the brief. Yeah. And you try all these things, high leg, and the tummy hangs down under the, or under the leg. Yeah. And all these things of like, oh, for God's sake. You lose yourself again. You die in the river ride and change your room being like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. not again. Yeah. Or pennies or wherever you're going to buy your, every now and again, splash out in a really expensive one. But yeah. even still, that's just not right. And there's nothing worse than bikinis. I swear, bikini shopping, like, I don't know. I just, I'd love to have one day going in and go, wow, this is it. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, but I reckon, I actually reckon even Giselle goes in and goes, nah, I'm not into that one. You, you know, I don't know. Like, I think... The more more we do this stuff, the more I realise that we all have something we don't like. It's just terrible. We should all be like, wow, we're healthy and we're we're here. And also you're amazing. You you are like a businesswoman. You've made four humans. Ah. You know, you're you're running like a proper empire and you're inspiring women. And you look so, amazing. Thank you. And you do and you look amazing. Well, I so. love life and I want to keep pushing and keep moving. But I do also want to get rid of that kind of always a little hunchy pain that I know that I, I'm in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Work. And yeah. I will do it for myself when the time is right because I want my daughter. Now, mm. three boys and they're the loves of my life, but they just want daddy. And I've finally got my little girl and I want her to look at me and I want to be an inspiration to her. Yeah. I want to be healthy. I want to be athletic. I want to be fit. I want yeah. to, you know, because I'll be, when she's 10, I'll be 48. Yeah. Whereas my other boys are seeing me at 38 in all my glory of being Mrs. Glam and yeah. having a great life and parties and master classes and all these great things that I can achieve. But I don't want to lose that in 10 years just because I'm getting older. Because yeah, yeah. age shouldn't define us or change us. It should be all about just keeping going and driving towards mm. being amazing. So what do you do from a health point of view to keep yourself moving around the place like a maniac? I feel like mentally, if you're strong, yeah, it's the key to everything. Yeah. So with social media, I look at who I like, who I get a bit of enjoyment out of. I get these quotes now that I tap into so many quotes. They come at me every day yeah. and it's all this positivity and mindfulness. And that is one of the most powerful things 
ever because an unhappy mind is an mm-hmm. unhappy family and it all just kind of ripples through everything. I think my, um, I take this liquid gold, I think it's called, or oh, yeah, lifetime okay. of yeah. gold or something like that. Supplement, best what thing ever. Oh, I have Oil to. Oil or something like. It's just like this green. Yeah. Like juice and yeah, I take it every day like a shot glass. And even my, my older boys now are like, can I have some? So they're taking it too. If I go to the 40 foot, I throw myself in, just yep. dive straight in. So there's, there's, Things for the last 10 years after losing that part of my body that I was like so hell bent on and now I'm coming back with strength of look it, fuck it. (laughs) And I throw myself into the 40 foot or I'm on holidays and I jump off a boat and I do things that it's like mentally challenging myself all the time as well as Botox, facial and supplements (laughs) (laughs) and eating well. People are obsessed at the minute with how have I lost weight after having a baby? But I just mentally kind of thought to myself, right, if I hit the 40 mark and I haven't lost it, it's going to stay there or be so much harder to lose. So I don't eat off their plates anymore. Because oh, yeah. I was eating off four plates. Picking at, picking at the chicken nuggets. Four extra fish And then fingers. having your din- yeah. dinner. Do you know, yeah, yeah. And then having your dinner. And I love food. Yeah. I'm never not going to enjoy my food. I love food, drink, you know, all those nice things. So I started tennis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I had, f- I had four too. lessons and I'm a yeah. pro. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that really helped. <laughs> Ladies watch tennis. Oh, I, I, know, I love it. I know, yeah. I love it. I'm into it too. Actually, yeah. I have to say, yeah. Back, for, back to the schoolgirl days, you know. Yeah, I'm going to go on your tennis holiday next yeah, year. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. 52 <laughs> of us going in a few weeks. Is that what men, men do? Tennis holidays, men do the, the, the golf. Men do golf. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just our version of the golf, you know. Like, yeah. it's not that I'm usually into the sport. Of Safe things. space without children. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's a bit like, yeah, it gives you an excuse to get away with the girls. And I suppose rather than just sitting on the beach boozing all day, you know, which is also awesome. Um, although, although I was listening to something the other day and they were like, they're like, you know, their husband plays golf at the weekend. There, and she was like, I mean, how fucking selfish is that? That the one sport he picks requires five fucking hours on his own. I know. And I was like, I was like, I need a sport that takes five hours. And I was, Tennis. Yeah. Anyway, back to tweakments, ladies. Mm. Uh, what about, have you done any of the, like the lasers or, you know, any of the kind of heat treatments and stuff recently? You, did you say you did a fat freezing thing? I did or melting. Sorry, I did a hot one. Yeah, there's so many treatments oh that no. I think are a total waste. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to say it, there's so many superficial things out there yeah. that you get instant, an instant type of result and go, yeah. oh wow! And yeah. literally a couple of so hours was later, it a kind of device that on. stuck onto a body part and then heated the fat. And yeah, in theory, so, absorbed the fat and it, it's gone from that yeah. pocket of pouch. Yeah. yeah, I have tried nearly all of those things and they do before and after photographs and you look at yourself. Oh, they're oh my so God, amazing! Awful. Now I could never show before and after because yeah. my tummy again, the yeah. muscles are, or sorry, the skin is uh, Just, from yeah. yeah from under the ribs down and it hangs. So it was like putting this gel all over my tummy and it was like an iron. Yeah. yeah. Going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It got hotter, 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 hotter that you're like, oh my God. If she was to stop, the lady that was uh, the therapist was, was to stop, it would full on. Do you remember what you. it was called? Oh no. Was it Venus Freeze or something? Oh yeah, it was. Venus Freeze. It yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I remember yeah, doing that too. I think. Yeah, not great. If you're looking for a like, life-changing type yeah. of a fix, yeah. you're not going to get it. Yeah, but I, all, I always yeah, think well. as well with all these things, like, it's patient selection, right? And like, this is the problem with this industry where you go in and the clinic is invested in whatever device or machine and you say, oh, I have this problem and they flog you their device or their machine, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, 
and it's not necessarily the right device for you or, you know, or there's other solutions that are much better or more, you know, cost effective and and like a better longevity. And also, with like it's like the uh, iPhones. Like, do you know what I mean? Like people, they buy uh, the old phone, you know what I mean? And like a year later, there's a new device that does better and amazing things yeah, yeah, yeah. there as well. And it's hard to keep up if you're like just the average consumer and you're going, oh, I heard about that, but actually. I, I know. I and they're expensive. Like most of these are, treatments are a few K. Yeah, like I mean, if you're spending two or three grand on something like, you know, versus getting maybe like an actual scalpel on the liposuction. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. as one is guaranteed to work. I know it's invasive but like and with it's loads of risks. Though, I know with you know? well in the right hands those 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 risks are, are minimalized, you know, not not obliterated but minimized versus getting, you know, spending something on gimmicky treatments that don't work or you have to do them multiple multiple times and you could be spending 2 grand a pop on these things. You could be Doing this stuff for years with no major results. I have no. done them for years with no major results. Like literally, I have done mm, nearly yeah. every single fat freezing, fat melting, fat blasting, whatever. But treatment you love the there. old Neo. You're mad for the Neo. I love M Sculpt. Yeah. M Sculpt is different because M Sculpt works in your muscles. Yeah. So it's a muscle yeah. stimulator. <coughs> it works in fat. But I've done all the other ones and I didn't I get have it. Too and I hate I, it. Like I might have gotten a quick result, but then it would just automatically go back. And like actually, it was one of the things I regret actually doing was one of the freezing ones because it kind of made uneven lumps for me. Have you any regrets, oh. Michelle? Any regrets that you did? Beauty wise, any mad things that you went back and go, what am I doing this for? I've never gone too invasive. Yeah. Never gone too invasive. I'm going to say something maybe a little bit controversial. Yeah. I don't know about Profilo. Okay. Oh no, good. Yeah, good. Lots yeah, of people go I don't know. Yeah. It, like I've had it done and for me, it's the most painful treatment I've ever had done. Really? You bruise like a peach. It just is so intense. Like you just, this whole welt, you know, coming yeah, yeah. in. It go, like I felt like it mm. touched the bone at one stage. It was just so deep. Yeah. It just and it shouldn't be. Really that could have been. What? That could have been. I don't know who did the injections, but that could have been a bad injector. But you didn't get a good result out of it, did you? Well, yeah, lovely, superficial for a few yeah. days, and yeah. then I'm like, what was that all about? Again, your Botox, your bit of filler, and it's expensive. So mm. I just don't. Maybe it's just not for me. But I just don't. So you also have really good, thick, dense skin, loads of collagen, etc., etc., etc. Lovely Mediterranean skin. Yeah, like, and you're probably not going to get a huge benefit. It's people who have very crepey, crepey eyes, skin, thin, and like, thin skin, okay, thin skin. And like, you know, that they get a great result out of it. But likewise, it's short-lived. You know, it is, I call it a Cinderella treatment. Have yeah. you seen Profilo body? Have yeah. you seen any befores and afters? Yeah. So like we've seen some befores and afters on the Profilo body for stretch marks and the, you know, the sag around the, the belly button from mm-hmm. the post. And like the results. Yeah, that Profilo body is impressive. I've seen it on knees. Did you get your knees done? Yeah, yeah I got my knees, knees done. done. Yeah, yeah, pretty awesome. But again, like a month later. Cinderella treatment. Disappeared and I was like, how, like... And it was nice. Yeah. Nice. I always call Profile of the Diamond Necklace. Like if you have everything else sorted, like your black dress, your black shoes, your Botox, your fillers, your nice skin, your nice skincare. The good spanks. The good spanks. Then you can go in with your diamond necklace, i.e. your Profilo. But, okay, yeah. You know, people think, oh, I won't, I won't do Botox. I'll just get Profilo. And you're like, yeah. lads. It's yeah, not an Andor. It's not. Yeah, it's the icing on the cake. It's not yeah. an alternative. I totally agree with that. And one of the reasons when I see you at an event, I always make a bit of a beeline for you because I enjoy sitting with you because I get such an <laughs> honest response from anything that I ask you. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm obviously pretty honest with my responses on how I feel about like things that I've had done. But one thing, and again, it's probably a little bit controversial, that as an influencer, through my time and what I've learned, say in the last, say, even five or six years of like a bit of a boom online of mm. people inviting you in and let's yeah. get this treatment done and why did you try this out? What do yes. you think? Nine times out of ten, you're not going to go on to your story and say that was was rubbish. That wasn't amazing. Like you want to be grateful, which I am, 
and I've loved trying so many things that if I got a treatment done, I'll say, mm. yeah, lovely, feels great. Or yeah, look at my skin instantly. And maybe through being busy, I don't go back and revisit and say, yeah. and I'm mm. not, well, I don't know if I'm going to go back and say, it was pants. It didn't last yeah. long. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, and this is it. Like, I think I say that's why I'm not invited to a lot of things anymore. Because I'm just like, I'm just not going to lie. I'm sorry. It was rubbish. It was, it just didn't yeah. deliver. Or, uh, and it pisses me off. It really pisses me when everyone's online going, this is amazing. This is going to stimulate your collagen. And I'm like, actually, do you know what you've just done, love? You probably like mushed your uh, skin layers together with a heat treatment that you don't even know anything about. And like, you will regret mm. that later on in life, but you don't really. And they're like, this is so amazing. And then all these young girls are going in going, well, I'm going to spend 400 euros in this treatment. Yeah. And you, you're like, you've just actually injected Teflon into your face. I'm not joking, that actually is a thing right now. Um, what? Yeah, it's a thing. We won't call Teflon. Teflon, yeah. There's as a, in the stuff you make frying pans with. As in the stuff that there's an actual documentary on Netflix about. As in the stuff that I actually threw out my frying pans because they were like, it's so dangerous. But now yeah. there's, there's a, a skin booster going around at the moment. I won't name it because I don't want to get sued. Um, but basically, it dissolves into Teflon under your skin. Oh, yeah. my yeah. God, stop. Yeah, so Surely that's not like FDA. Well, no, it is. This is and herein is the problem that people are, as you said, jumping on a bandwagon and they're like believing what everyone's saying you're like actually this is something you have to do a bit of like proper research on like I don't mean just it's not like makeup it's not like fake tan you can wash it off or a bad mm. hair dryer or bad you know bad bad colouring even like it's something that could like damage you for life apart from the obvious filler damage stuff. and it is the hard side of social media because when you go into somebody and they do a free treatment mm. you are obliged to say it's gifted and, and generally you're going to say that was lovely because again, instantly it is. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't revisit and say, it's actually Teflon under my cheeks now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been obviously in business for a long time and you've been in, in this, this beauty gig for a long time since you were 18. So now knowing what you know, what advice would you give your 18-year-old self? Ooh. Oh, like just in life or a bit no, of skin? No, hair, makeup, No, beauty. in general, no, maybe in life, you know, you just, what, what would you tell well, your 18-year-old self? You've learned a lot. I think... With the likes of Botox, mm. I started at the right time. I think mm. kind of 28, 30 is a nice time. Mm. I think the more you get, the more you need, like I said earlier on. Um, skincare is one of the most valuable things you'll ever own, but it's finding the right stuff. Yeah. So again, going back to the whole influencer thing, I remember uh, brands being given out, given out, gifting to everybody mm-hmm. at the start. And I remember using it being like, this is doing nothing for me. Yeah. Now, after having the children, I suppose going back to 18, it's just it's it's looking after yourself mm. physically. Yeah, it's the most important thing. And uh, like, go for your walks. Go for your walks. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that strenuous. I know. Yeah, and that now we can say thank you so much for all your time and keep doing what you do. You're an incredible businesswoman, incredible mom, and a great inspiration to women. So thank and you so much for your time. You can follow Michelle if like she's seven billion followers already. Not that you need more, but on <laughs> Miss Makeup M R S Makeup underscore. Yeah. And your products are available where. Um, on the Be Perfect website. Okay, and in any retail or just on? Oh, like nearly all pharmacies nearly across all Ireland. Pharmacies. Thank okay, God. <laughs> and that's it for another week on Fess Up. We hope you've enjoyed all our confessions this week and learned some things along the way. Um, guys, if you have any questions or topics you want us to cover on this podcast, please send us a DM. All our socials are uh, at Future Beauty Show and hopefully we can continue the conversation. Fess Up with Liz and Nikki. A Goal Out original podcast, proudly sponsored by BTL Aesthetics, the creators of all the best clinical treatments, M-Face, M-Sculpt Neo and Exion. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Goal Out app. Goal Out. Sounds better with us.